0: everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I have children's book author Heather Teets with me. Hi, Heather. Hi. Well, everybody, Heather and I have known each other for about a decade now, I think. Has it been about 10 yeah,
1: years? Yeah, um, I think about that. My my second was very little at yeah. the time, so maybe 11 or 12 years. Wow,
0: it time flies. But um, I have Heather and I speaking today on this podcast interview because we started our own publishing company. So um, I'm gonna brag on Heather because Heather's not the type to brag. Heather has um, written numerous books for the children's book industry. Um, She's written picture books. She's written um, instructional books. Um, I believe you also have done curriculum. You've done editing. You have done Editorial writing, I mean, Heather does the gamut of writing. And she's been writing since she was a wee little tyke, a little girl, because when I interviewed her last time. So the writing skills that she has accumulated over these years, guys, I, I do the whole bow my head down because she's very good at it. I, I love her stories. I felt really honored. What was it, 2009, I think it was, the, the book Yes, Jesus Loves You came out. Um, I got the poem, and I I don't know if I ever told you this, Heather. They sent me the story, and they found my work. It was Ambassador Books. They found my work from a contest I entered for the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. So the editor emailed me, and I didn't know. You know, it's kind of weird because you get random emails, and you're not sure if they're legit or not. And I'd Uh been approached about other stories from publishers I'd seen, small publishers in Barnes and Nobles, and so those stories were not a good fit, but this one um, was really sweet, and I was like, oh, I would love to illustrate that. So they sent me your manuscript, and it was just a short little Word file or a PDF or something, and I read it, and I was like, oh, this is adorable. This is so sweet. I got a, like a good feeling right off the bat. And so, can oh, you? Fun. Yeah. I didn't know all that. <laughs> no, well, can you tell us a little bit about you know? Is there anything I forgot? Because you're doing writing right now, in addition to what I said. I'm so sorry because I'll keep talking. But um, is there anything else you wanted to add about yourself?
1: Oh gosh, you have made me sound good. No, <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, um. Yeah. No, not really. I I um I did freelance in the beginning. I think. Mm-hmm good for people who are getting started with writing to know that they're really the way in is to do freelance through magazines Mm -hmm. um because uh that's kind of how you you get experience yourself um dealing with editors and how the process works and then maybe even some of them will recognize your name um uh which is sort of what happened with me early on because I had sent I'd actually sent Yes, Jesus Loves You into a uh, two companies or a few companies. Mm. And the first got back to me before Ambassador Books did. Mm. And um, they fell through with them. That was uh, Cook Communications. David C. see Cook. Okay. But they had my name on file. So then mm. they used me for um, a couple uh, writing things that they had um, later, even though they didn't publish the book. So... Um yeah. I don't know if if that's helpful for anybody to know that. But magazines are a great way to, to get yeah. into the market.
0: No, I agree with you because it's the same for illustrators. Um if you can handle the deadlines i am I d I'm I'm not sure with writing per se like what the deadlines are like for that, but usually what I found when I first started I did Editorial illustration and I would do local places like you don't necessarily always like I think a lot of people think oh I've got to get into the New Yorker or I've got to get into I think you really have to look at your work and say Okay, my work fits this market. And so I wanted to do children's books So I would find little children's book um, Magazines online. I also found local places like that did uh, theater posters I did um, a weekly little uh, newspaper. I did some illustrations for them as well. So, yeah, you'd be surprised where you can find that type of work. So, yeah, I think it's an excellent advice. So it's interesting there is this similarity to writing and illustrating and finding work in those areas. So i small. Yes, and small. And starting small is not a big deal. I always feel like there's, you know, it is great to go and if you can get into those bigger. But there, the market here in the U.S., from when I've talked to over um, illustrators who are overseas or illustrators who come to the United States, they are surprised by how big the market is. And so there's some place you can find your work that will fit. But um, back to the publishing thing. So, um <laughs> So I wanted to talk uh, and share because I think a lot of times people think you have to have lots of money to start a company or to get into um, a particular market. And I don't think that's always the case. What I've been studying, all this researching, and then talking to everybody on the podcast has really been helpful. So I appreciate you, Heather, for being willing to go on this crazy journey to start something and see if it will take off. I mean, it's like we still haven't got the hard copies yet of the, the workbook. Okay, so I guess we should start from the beginning of... Um, the name of the company and you came up with the name of the company so can you tell us about that
1: <laughs> oh yeah um uh, it's applesauce books publishing i ris- originally started with just applesauce i and then we had to add on some of those extra terms because apparently other people like the name applesauce well <laughs> it kind of um uh helps Uh, relates that the term of apples and making them edible for young children if you turn them into applesauce the same with education if you can sort of um not dumb it down but you can make education more simplified then uh, children can learn all kinds of amazing things um so i i don't know i had the name mrs applesauce was like a, a pen name i had wanted to use, I thought way back when I was first started writing. I thought if I ever become famous, I don't want people to bother me. I'll just not use my real name. I'll be Mrs. Applesauce. Oh, that's so cute. I <laughs> um, love it. That came from my teaching days, uh, probably when I had a moment um, in the classroom, and I thought of that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that never really happened. But I always had that name in the back of my head. I love it. I love Applesauce Books Publishing. I think it's
0: great. Yeah, I love the little story you came um, up with it. And then it just made it so much easier when I started um, doing sketches for the logo. I was like, oh, we need a logo. So I started working on that and um, came up with a cute little icon with the big apple, reading to the little apple, and um, got to do a little bit of um, playing around with typography and doing some hand lettering. So that was good practice. I always feel like a lot of times, um, creatives feel like, oh, well, you have to be, um, and especially because of freelancing, I was kind of in that mode of like, oh, I need to go have somebody give me the work. But now at this point, I kind of go like, well, why can't I just make my own work? And mm-hmm. that's why I thought of like doing, um, I started doing research on low content books. And so making journals and things because of my graphic design background. I was like, let me try this out. I'm just like Googling passive income. What can I do because I'm a full-time grad student and I have regular deadlines, weekly deadlines for that stuff. And I need something that would work um, between breaks or when I have free time that I could do um, practice for work that I want to do professionally. Um, So I started that and then I was like, oh, I'm kind of making a little bit of sales here. It's not like huge tons of money, but I could see some potential of, where this could go if you build it. And so it made me think of you because you are such a strong writer. Um, and I think when you self publish, the quality of the work needs to be like it. I think you almost have to hold yourself up a little bit higher because if, like, I wrote, my writing is horrible. Anybody anybody's seen my social media post, they'll be like, oh, she needs to go back to kindergarten. But even with my background as an art teacher for 11 years, we didn't spend a lot of time writing. And so I was like, oh, and I immediately thought of you, Heather. And can you talk about your educational background? Because you mentioned briefly you're a teacher, but I think it helps people get a sense of all that you've done. <clears throat>
1: um, y- yeah, I, um, I well, I, should I say I grew, I grew up on the East coast. and so my early education was out actually in Virginia area. Um, but I went to college in, uh, California. Mm -hmm. So I'm a graduate of both Cal state Northridge, actually Cal state Long Beach and Cal state Fullerton. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but mainly, uh, probably Cal State Fullerton, Mm -hmm. and I got my teaching credential out there, so, but the writing, my love of writing really probably was encouraged by um, just a lot of parent input Mm -hmm. when I was young, honestly, and um, the things that my kids aren't learning now um, was a part of my education. So maybe that's the difference between West and East Coast. Uh, I've wondered because grammar was yeah. a really big deal um, in Virginia where I grew up. We used mm-hmm. to take sentences apart, and there was a, a lot of um, learning with punctuation and things like that. Mm-hmm. But my mom um, always edited stuff that I wrote before we when we typed it on the mm-hmm. typewriter mm-hmm. because that's what we used. Um, way back, um, she would edit it, and then I'd have to retype it. And um, I think she's a big part on why my my grammar, at least, is good because I'm not a huge reader. And I know reading is another really good way to make sure your spelling and your grammar is, is right is through reading. And I read, but not a ton. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of people spink in my hand. I think when I was younger. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's extremely helpful as far as with the publishing venture we started to have somebody who's good um, because I feel like we kind of divided our roles into you're like our editorial director, I became an art director with this and it really suited us. I think it's because I think we worked together in the past and also having had that experience working professionally in um, industry, you kind of have a sense of, well, this is the process of the back and forth, and I really appreciated that because initially, I was like, oh, well, we we both have educational backgrounds as teachers, and then um, the art and the writing, and what could we produce that would be something that would be um, beneficial to people who have children at home. And it felt very natural to do something educational um, especially now what's going on, everybody's kind of stuck at home. And ah. yeah, and I loved your idea for the, um, one through 10 creating a workbook. So those of you who are listening still, um, we created, um, applesauce publishing and then our first product is a 40, it's, a, it's almost 50 pages. It's close. It's a yeah. f- almost 50 page, uh, workbook for, young learners. Can you talk a little bit about how you, because I feel like, you know, this is stuff you probably taught in your classroom. Can you talk, talk about, because I just kind of went by, I felt like I was just kind of follow Heather because Heather's got the idea behind this. So uh,
1: as far as the content wise, so can you talk about that? Hmm. I'm trying to remember way back when you said, I have this idea. I want to do some kind of like a A learning book with you, and um, where my ideas came from. I think part of it was stuff I've seen. um, I have four kids, so my my youngest is now seven. Yes, my oldest is sixteen. So um, they've all, and I've been around helping them with homework (laughs) a long time. So I think I was sort of taking from that. Um, things I've seen that I thought were really great ideas. And um, because when Mm -hmm. I was a teacher, I actually dealt with older kids. I was fifth grade and third grade. But, but, um, you know, I had early learners too. I had Mm -hmm. some English language learners. And um, so I know uh, visual things and tactile things uh, are very important. And, um, I know dot to dot is something at least my kids have always loved. Mm-hmm. And, um, we've done, uh, with some of the curriculum that I've done, we use, uh, finger tracing. Mm-hmm. I know my daughter loves color and mm-hmm. rainbows and that using, uh, multiple, uh you know, mm-hmm. using crayons and things mm-hmm. is, is really good for kids. Plus it's an, another way that they're they're picking up some more learning that way, not just like we were doing numbers, but mm-hmm. they're getting color alongside that. And um, so I guess just some life experience along with some stuff I've, I've, I've used with um, writing curriculum, because mm-hmm. I do write, my curriculum writing is for young kids.
0: I think that it was very helpful because I personally wouldn't know quite where to start. I I was like, oh, I think um, Heather would be perfect to pair up with this. And then I was just like, I can do the little illustrations because that's what it kind of did before. And then my graphic design background in publishing, I was like, oh, why why do I need to wait for somebody to give me an assignment? Maybe we could try this. And, of course, like when you do a venture like this, we we are just kind of putting it in faith that what we've made is something we can put out there and see if people will want to use it and try it with their um with their kids but I think it'll be very beneficial I um sent like i I told you I sent some of the PDFs to my sister who has a um, that age range at home and she did it with them and he's got some good cuttings because I was like I'm impressed too like just <laughs> the little shapes and everything cut them out and oh, good job. Yeah, yeah, it was like, it was really fun to see that. I think one of the benefits of self-publishing that I found with working with you is like, I don't think we could have ever quickly as turned this around as if we'd done it with a regular publisher.
1: Publisher, sure, yeah. Do you find
0: that to be the case?
1: I think so. But I think part of it is that I think between you and me, yeah. I I think what I've learned is we're both like, pretty ambitious people. Oh,
0: I don't know. I just and, feel like um, it's the, like, I think I'm of you on. as
1: pretty ambitious and I'm constantly told. I just have a, I have a lot of ideas. You do. And I'm trying to do like 10 things at the same time. Right. Yeah. As you were saying earlier, I'm like that's so me. I have like 10 projects and um, my computer, I have like every tab open <laughs> because I'm in the middle of stuff and I need to read and, and whatever. Um, so I, uh, I even now, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh yeah, it's just like how quick
0: it was to turn this around because what we really, like I felt bad because I had to, we work, yeah, we like, because you're a busy mom, you have kids that you're teaching, you know, and helping them virtually with their with the virtual learning, I have a son at home and then it's just like, um, finally got that break from, uh, grad school and I was like, oh Heather, we can work on this. And then I was just like, and then you are so great about getting back to me. It was like back and forth with the emails and sending you proofs. Like, So this is what I feel. If you're ever, if you are somebody who wants to do self-publishing, I I feel like the um, find a person or pay for it. If you're just like the illustrator and you want to write a story, you've written a story, find a good editor. I think like heather is crucial to making this work because i am not a good writer. I honestly even it's a struggle writing and being able to communicate in words like she does so eloquently her thoughts and her ideas they're so poetic and i'm like i it's a, I, I write horribly. So if you are an illustrator you did a little bit of writing, you think it's great. Maybe maybe yeah, you did read it to a couple of kids you know, but hiring an editor or teaming up with somebody who has the strong writing skills and vice versa. So that's why I felt like, I mean, some people, even if you're going to do it on your own, go pay somebody to do it because the quality level, you know, is just going to be so much better. But Heather's just had so many years of writing and teaching experience. And when we went back and forth and because of our industry experience, I think one of the things that I found and I don't know, what you can you can um, touch on it with the writing. Um, art directors and editors like it if you reply back to them pretty quickly. They love that, I think. What do you yeah. think?
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- uh, that's what happened here. Um, you were great to work with because when you said you had a deadline, you had a, a time that you knew was coming open, you're like, I'm going to be ready to work on this in a few weeks and then you you did you just threw yourself into it and everything was done within I don't know week and a half I think yeah because um yeah we were able to get back and forth uh communicating with one another and even with the time change I think that was good I was Mm -hmm. up late and sent an email and I couldn't read it till night (laughs) time and then I would read it, and then you would have it early in the morning, and you would get it done while I was sleeping.
0: <laughs> exactly. It um, just worked really so well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, it worked really well. because I'm on the East Coast, basically, and you're on the West Coast, and uh, but I yeah. always have enjoyed uh, working with you, and I um, appreciate your ideas, your writing skills, and your knowledge, and I felt like at the end of the day, I was like, oh... This is actually this is actually pretty good. I was like, oh, and we we were able to do this um, back and forth, and then um, have um, you know family members test out with their kids. I can't wait to get the hard copy, which is what we're really waiting for. So the publishing, the way we did it is, and I always from all my research, proof of concept is really a big part of business. So doing my journals let me know that, hey, I can design something, it will sell on Amazon, and then let's see if we can do this now with this workbook, and with the workbook, um, put that on Amazon to sell, and so that market becomes very much like, if you meet their specifications, you can sell it internationally, or to any country that speaks uh, an English language but then we also looked into teachers pay teachers for digital downloads,
1: mm-hmm. which hopefully will be like a like a little commercial for, <laughs> for the book yes. on Amazon because we have some worksheets out there on teachers yeah, pay and teachers, and we have some free
0: ones on our website. Which, that's right. Yeah, oh, that's... I totally forget about that. I think the probably the hardest thing. Um, I think the the writing and the back and forth went really well. I think now we're trying to figure out the whole marketing aspect of it. I think that's yeah. been um, that's been really a challenge because I don't think it comes naturally to creatives to do no. the marketing. <laughs> you don't.
1: Yeah, it's hard to. That's more left brained, I guess. Um. And some of yeah, promoting yourself is awkward. Promoting what you've done is awkward, and
0: um, yeah. I totally agree with you. I found it (laughs) easier because I love that about being a teacher. I love bragging on my students because they're wonderful, and I would be like, "Oh, they did this amazing!" and it really is. Or I interview people on this podcast; they're amazing. I mean, everybody I ask to um, interview—they're really nice people. Um, Their personalities. And then they're just uh, willingness to try something new and try to put themselves out there because I feel like it's such a challenge. It's so hard. It's like, I don't know. I was always raised like, oh, that's rude to brag about yourself. And I guess that's what I feel about marketing in a way. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm telling people <laughs> I'm doing it and saying I'm this amazing, wonderful person. But it's it's like, if you never say anything about it, how do you get people to know about it? That's what I've learned. Right. And then people make a judgment call whether they think it's good or not. I think that's what I'm kind of. And so um, we're going to test market some different advertising and marketing efforts to see how it goes. Because um, I, I finally was like, you know what, with, um, with, try advertising try because I worked in advertising for so long and I was just like well it worked for these people who bought these ads in the magazine like why not try advertising online and then I was surprised like it's not as expensive as I thought it would be doing online advertising
1: I -hmm. was like yeah so um, yeah there's something to be learned there I know I have some money out for um some of the little things that I've done, um, but what's happened is the money I've spent and the money I've made are pretty much the same.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Gotcha.
1: So for me. Okay. So I, I did start to, because I kind of mm. threw my money into, um, and it wasn't a lot, but oh, I okay. threw a little into different things that, um, all at the same time. And so I'm not sure what was really working. So then I, I just went and I pulled my money from everything to see if, if I would still have sales. And um, advertising does create sales for sure. But um, I haven't figured out quite yet which <laughs> if Facebook or Amazon or Etsy is uh, the way to go. Or teachers, paid teachers. I, I don't really advertise. No, I, I didn't
0: you know because I tried once I think I spent five bucks on their little like feature this lesson at this point in the calendar but there's so many people competing for those spots I was like there really wasn't like they were booked for like months and months in advance and so I just was like I tried it once for something that wasn't really related to the topic that I teach so I was like that was a bomb so it was like you I think you do need to make sure it's like related that was a waste of five bucks but it was like um I've I've learned that you don't need a lot of money like the one place that worked really well for me but this is with teachers pay teachers was Pinterest that surprised me because I literally said okay I'm gonna have a $25 budget and I'm going to try this for X amount. And the nice thing is they let you decide how long you're going to advertise, how much you're going to spend. And I think you really need to you need to put a little bit, you know, just to kind of see if it works. And then, um, you know, at least a week or two to see, like, is that really working? And then you can pause and kind of reflect and look at their analytics and see, well, where are people coming from? And, of course, different platforms are better than other platforms at providing you this information that's what I've learned and a lot of it's been like weeding through it if I feel like I'm back in math class I'll be like this crap and the chart going up and down
1: yeah it's hard to read them
0: <laughs> yeah and learning about CPM your clicks um, per whatever and seeing how much engagement you're getting and where the people I found what was help most helpful for me is seeing well where are they coming from why are they coming to this product? So hopefully we can start, if we get some clicks on the stuff, because some of it you just want it to be organic. You you ideally would somehow, but I feel like it's um, maybe the what I think from what I kind of hear. Like, I know a lot of people say, well, you know, you can make it organic reach or whatever like that. But I think some of them may not be actually saying well I am spending some money on advertising or I'm doing some things that are costing me to get people to look at my work or they're or they're just very good at just getting out there and just you know hustling and stuff but i found that because i have full time school and you know you you have commitments to heather so and it's it's really hard to find the time to just keep going out there and just DMing people or, you know, this and that and the other. So right.
1: blogging and stuff, blogging is supposed to be a great way to advertise, but that is time consuming. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the time, even if you, you like yeah. to write, <laughs> blogging is um, not something I, I feel like I really have time to do. Yeah. So Yeah. So hopefully we're, we're going
0: to try some different things and see where it goes. And, um, post kind of on this journey. Like I thought about um, maybe adding some stuff on um, some other places that I put my stuff out there and maybe sharing this experience. Because I think a lot of times um, when we're creatives, we're afraid to try something because we're worried it's it's not going to work out. But that's life in general. So um. Um, Heather was great to be like oh sure I'll go on this crazy journey with you Nancy well we'll see if this works you know because (laughs) hypothetically I go like I don't know if it's gonna work but I I like doing this I was that weird art teacher who likes lesson planning I really enjoy that and I love making curriculum I know you like doing that and I always feel like we're a little bit weird because I always hear from you know not everybody but some people are like oh I really don't like doing the writing and Da, 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 that kind of thing. I mean, they love teaching it and it's all that, but it's, it's not always the fun part of typing it out and getting it all formatted. So, I don't know, I was just really excited to try something new and see if it would um, take us somewhere. And um, also brush up on my, you know, just designing multi- multiple pages and doing, you know, illustrations that might be a little bit more educational, market-friendly and things like that so how did you feel about doing the writing for how the writing part turned out from what I sent you for the pdfs and
1: stuff do you feel like from the oh it was easy and yeah. fun and uh I yeah I feel like um you put so much more leg work into it I guess mm. I had some brain behind behind what was happening but um yeah, you did an awesome, very quick job, and it looks super professional, and the writing part is just easy for me, so, so easy. I I felt a little guilty. No, (laughs) because
0: I was, like, felt guilty, because I was, like, oh, she came (laughs) up with the ideas, and then I'm, like, I can't write. And then you would go back over, and, and Heather must have looked at this thing. Like, you know, 50 pages doesn't seem like a lot, but if you have had to look at it, Heather probably looked at it like 20 times. It's that back and forth, back and <laughs> forth. So when you have a good editor... They're picking up on things. like I was like, apparently I can't count, but Heather caught up. I was like, oh, missing one of the graphics. Oh, I was like, obviously I do know how to count to nine or ten <laughs> or whatever it was, but it's that back and forth because as a graphic designer, you're just working on these same pages and you've looked at right. them and you've looked at them and you think you've done this one part. And so when I worked in um, in publishing, I always, every place I worked at, There was somebody who had to go behind your back and check things because you just yeah you need another
1: set of eyes.
0: Yes, because otherwise I've looked at maybe like when I was in advertising, I might work on, you know, 50 ads in a week and they're coming back at a rate of like, okay, I'm getting this, seeing them over and over again. So um, having my marketing director, she would proofread them or somebody else on the team, they would go over it. And it was the same on the editorial side. They would constantly have the um, the editors going back and forth, and so they had what was it three, four full-time editors at the magazine. They were just going back and forth editing and proofreading things, cutting things as needed, um, working with the writers and stuff like that. So it's it's really invaluable to have that second set of eyes. So. You know, I just appreciate that you would be willing to go on this crazy journey, and we um, made the website, oh, it's called applesaucebooks.weebly.com, so we're on a budget, folks, so we did the free website, you can go to most anybody, if you if you are just starting out, and you're trying to put your art out there, try Wix, try Weebly, there's so many of these sites that you can just, you don't get your personal domain, but you get one with their, um, the company's who's hosting it and giving you the it's like drag and drop super easy and so that was nice because um it was great because after I opened it and put in the graphics and just kind of plugged it you know in the copy you go in you changed it in California it was so nice I'd I'd go to the website oh she did it already it's already done oh my god you were sleeping yeah it was awesome I was like, she's. I just imagine you, Heather. I gotta make a cartoon of you, a caricature of you holding a stack of laundry. Like I just imagine, and then the laptop on your knee, <laughs> balanced, and you're like, and then a child over, you know, all your kids over here, and you're like, even, you know, and then writing with your toes. Like I can imagine, like she's doing, like that me be the second logo. Can
1: yeah. Have like a, a lo- another logo. Because I just imagine. It's not this pretty picture of an apple reading a book
0: <laughs> yeah, the reality of what it's like you know to be a writer and um, uh, a parent and all these other things that you you do but um yeah I just really appreciate you willing to take the chance and see how this goes and um and uh I, I thought more more than anything I was like oh well it kind of gives us a chance to do a personal project something that we we'll want to put out there and and uh, keep our skills sharp. So those of you who are listening, I think this doing things like this it's a great way. If there's a place that you a market you want to work in, practice it. And I found it's really hard for me. And I don't know if that's the same way for you, Heather. Like because I knew you were gonna make you were also relying on me. I felt like I have to do I have to do this um, to, to the best of my abilities heather's depending on me it made me count accountable it's almost like when you try to lose weight and you go to weight watchers and you got your buddies over there who are like you can do this we're with you and it felt like i i needed to be more accountable where if i had just done this on my own and didn't i think it would have been a lot harder at least for my personality i would have been like oh i can just wait on that because i'm not good at that but having somebody who is good at the writing and then knowing that they need to look at whatever I'm doing with the writing and the the little uh, black and white illustrations. And I felt like I needed to do a good job. I needed to try to make, you know, something that you would be, you know, pleased with so that you would want to share with your, your friends and family. And so I was like, I gotta, I gotta, you know, own up to this. So, so thank you so much, Heather.
1: Oh yeah. And that's a good point too. I think team teamwork is huge finding you have a good idea and you have somebody find somebody else that can work with you on it not just because you'll stumble and then they'll be able to fix the problems and vice versa maybe Mm -hmm. although I think I've had more issues than you have (laughs) you know how to fix but um but then yeah the accountability of of a time schedule and trying to do something to please somebody else Mm -hmm. first and then together you can put out there to try to please the buyer yes (laughs) yeah you gotta work small well
0: everybody uh that's um all of uh the questions we're gonna cover but hopefully you might hear more about us um as we go on this publishing journey and see where it goes and uh also um Oh, should we do a shout-out on our social media stuff? I can't even remember. I'm so bad. <laughs> this is, like, all new. Because um, I know my personal stuff. But uh, the website is applesaucebooks.weebly.com. And then that's where you can get the free um, some PDF samples to try out. Um, what is the... Teachers the Pay face- Teachers and the Facebook. I'm sorry, Heather. I
1: can't. That's okay. Uh, let's see if I can remember. The, the Facebook page should be the same. Apple Sauce Books Publishing. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure. And um, Teachers Pay Teachers. It's on um, my Teachers Pay Teachers site, which is Art to Educate. Oh, nice. Okay. Um it isn't art but if you look at my little logo you'll see that it's using the arts like cutting and coloring and that kind of things and music um to teach kids so art to educate is that teachers teachers.
0: great well thank you everybody for listening um to my creative life thanks
1: nancy